All right. Got a text line. Just we were talking about how, you know, a lot of the people that we bring to this country, welcome to this country, entice, attract, whatever you want to call, um, don't stay that long. Uh, within a few years, they're gone. They've moved on to other places. And uh, got a text from Jane saying, Morning, Shay, from conversations I've had with new Canadians, I would bet that many newcomers leave Canada because of our weather. Our climate is so extreme. It's seasonal change is so tough. It's too hard for some. Um, you know, I, I'm sure that certainly plays into it in some. It was really interesting because when we were in Africa this year, we were talking to a bunch of the people who live in Africa, right? And they were asking what life's like in Canada. And you're sort of, you know, you're sharing stories about what life was like there and what life is like where you're from. And they were, they, it's cold, right? And I was like, yeah, it's, it's cold. You know, they're on Celsius. So you can, you can say to them. Um, you know, the week before we came here, it was minus 40. And, and they, they, you could see they, the, that concept seems unattained. Like they can't make sense of that, right? And I, can you imagine? And I said to a bunch of them, I would absolutely love to bring you to Canada and just have you walk out of the airport on a minus 40 degree day and find, just sort of be there as you experience that. Because I think honestly, unless you've been through it, right? You just, it, it, it seems, how do you do that? Like if you're, you know, if you're from lots of places, like the African countries we're in, they, it doesn't freeze. Like it never goes below zero, right? So um, they might, they say, well, sometimes it gets down around five or whatever, and we see the odd snowflake now and, now and then in higher elevations. But minus 40 seems like you might as well be on another planet. So yes, that's probably part of it. But there are other factors that go into it too. Um, it's not just based solely on weather. There's, there, But that's probably part of it, Jane. Language is part of it. There's a bunch of things that go into it. So let's get into this story. We're going to speak with Parissa Mabubi, who is a senior policy analyst at C.D. Howe Institute and has done some work on this. Parissa, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me, Shane. It's an interesting conversation, and we talk about it a lot. But first of all, let's sort of define exactly what it is that we're talking about here. Um, how big of an issue is this? Do we know uh, in terms of how many people come here, immigrate to Canada, and then and then move on? Like in terms of percentages, how how common is this? So in terms of uh, how many people uh, move to Canada, basically we do have clear numbers. And uh, but unfortunately, we don't track people. Uh, the you know those who are leaving the way that we track them when they are arrive. And uh, just recently, Statistics Canada published a report that uh, uh, sheds light on you know the number of people leaving. They they look at. Uh, those uh, immigrants admitted between 1982 and uh, 2017, and they realized that actually um, about uh, 17, um, more than more than 70 percent of immigrants uh, leave uh, left Canada uh, within two decades of arrival. But uh, the uh, the percentage is higher uh, at uh, the probability of leaving is higher during the first three to seven yeah. years of after arrival, which is actually uh, really important to understand. Uh, it, it, it highlights a critical window for understanding and addressing the issues. Yeah, like according to the stats that I saw, a significant percentage of them within five years are gone, right? I mean, they, they, yes, they haven't stuck around. True. Within, within five years, 5% uh, leaving, and it's going to increase as uh, we uh, the, um, the number of years increases. Um, now, is there a profile here? If you take a look at this, and like you say, you've gone through the data, is there some commonalities to the, to the immigrants who come here and then continue to move on? Can we sort of say this, this 
particular profile is is likely to to transit out of Canada within five years? Absolutely, and uh, actually that's the thing. You know, it, it's it's not about just the number of people leaving who are leaving. Uh, really matter here, uh, and uh, so there are several characteristics are are closely uh, related to uh, uh, related to immigration. Basically, uh, um, immigrants from uh, certain uh, specific countries, uh, you know, the age uh, that uh, they arrive, and also whether they have a children or not. But the most important part is that uh, investors and those highly educated immigrants are more likely to emigrate and leave Canada after uh, uh, after arrival. And those are the people we most want in our immigration exactly. pool. We want to attract them. We want to uh, we want to keep them. These are important for uh, uh, economic growth, for uh, productivity, which is actually our challenge. We need to do something about productivity and increasing uh, Canadians' uh, living standards. But uh, if we are not able to keep them, it's going to be really challenging, given the large number of immigrants also we are admitting. Um. And obviously, we're, we're we're losing the talent, but we're also you, you talk about investors, so we're we're losing a couple of really important pieces of the puzzle here, right? Yes, absolutely. Both, you know, the talent in terms of a skilled, highly educated individuals and those business people who are able to invest, who are able to create basically jobs that uh, uh, that are necessarily for our country, they are also more likely to live. And they are at the top. You know, their, their likelihood is the highest. Hmm. Why? Do we know why? I mean, like one of our listeners said, maybe it's the weather. I'm sure that's part of it. The, the weather is a big adjustment. What other kind of berries, what other reasons do we find for why people aren't staying? There are there are a number of reasons, but economic factors are the most important uh, uh, factor that uh, make the, uh, that affects immigrants' decisions. So basically, ability to integrate into the labor market, and actually that also talks about the the seven uh, the three to seven years window. Because when immigrants arrive, if they are not able to find the job that matches their skills, and if they are not able to invest and um, to do you know to do something with the valuable skills we have they have so they 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 are going to look at other countries or they return to their uh, home country so uh, economic uh, factors is the important one but there are other factors you know there are there are some factors that we can't really through the policy influence but there are others that we can definitely do something about yeah i mean do we need to rethink our strategy who we're targeting who we're who we're recruiting if you will or who we're selecting we do have a selection process. Does this need to be part of it, Parissa? Uh, in terms of, for example, se- selection, if we are saying that, okay, let's not uh, admit those that who are more likely to leave, that's, that's actually a wrong policy. We need those people. And so the definitely we need actually to target those individuals. We need to admit more of those individuals. So in that case, it can uh, make a balance between uh, high skill who stay and also the rest of the population. 
So, but at the same time, retention and integration yeah. policies needs special attention. We do really need to do something about that. We need to pay attention to retention because uh, often we overlook the uh, immigration and this, uh, the needs around that part. We pay more attention to selection uh, and type of immigrants we want. But we do really, if we want to think about the country's long-term growth, uh, we need to think about retention and addressing the barriers to labor for uh, labor market participation, to investment, and uh, try to see what we can do to address, uh, to address other barriers. What do we need to do? Like, if there was one thing that we could do today to remove some of those barriers, like, what do you think is the biggest block right now? What are the, what are the issues? And the most important one is to make sure that individuals are able to find the jobs that match their skills. So there are uh, uh, skills mismatch, addressing, addressing the mis, uh, skills mismatch, addressing the uh, credential recognition issues, and also in terms of yeah, um, those, uh, in, especially, uh, it, it can also relate to regulated occupations, for example, doctors or those in healthcare. We, we need to, uh, reconsider our policy, provinces and federal governments and the regulator bodies need to work together to address these type of challenges. And also language. Language uh, is, uh, addressing lang- uh, language uh, issues that, uh, it, it would help immigrants to integrate better into the labor market and faster. We have to think about the policies that uh, allows immigrants to integrate uh, faster and more quicker. Um, uh, one last question. How much of this revolves around foreign students? We know that is a big component when it comes to immigration numbers, and a lot of them come and then leave. Does that fit into this as well? Um, people who come here, study, get their degrees, maybe become, you know, part of the immigration pool, only to move on once they become educated and got a bit of experience. Um, absolutely. This study focuses on those who landed and become permanent immigrants, but the study shows that uh, high, you know, the uh, more uh, more educated, you know, the the, edu- the, le- the higher level of education is uh, more likely related to uh, increases the likelihood of immigration. So that means also highly educated international former international students who uh, became immigrants they are also more likely to leave. So basically, they come here, study, you know, uh, they invest in their education, they become immigrants, and if uh, there are better opportunities elsewhere, they move. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense, but it's not a good thing. Parissa, thank you so much for your insight on this story. I appreciate it very much.